Welcome, gamers, to Basement Arcade Pause Menu, show where we hit pause, sit back, and just chill. I am your host, Ben Magnet, and I am joined once again by my bros from the Fake Nerd Podcast, Sparks Witty and Ryan Iliopoulos, and we are here talking about the Game Awards. They happened at the time of this recording. They happened just last week. The winners are out. The trailers are out. The hype is real. And I got to say, I'm actually very happy with the winner list this year. It's pretty damn good, if I do say so myself. But we'll get into that. Gentlemen, how are you doing this fine day? Ben Magnet of the Fake Nerd Podcast. I am fantastic, because not only did my favorite game of the year win Game of the Year, I got a new announcement for what their next game is, so I don't even care what happened for this Game Awards. <laughs> I, I won. I won. I'm getting my new mech game, so like I, you know what? I'm feeling great. Was, was this really just in? Ryan won the Game Awards. Yep. It was a really good morning of game announcements and... Uh evening of mm-hmm. game announcements and uh, a bizarre ending that has the world baffled and oh yeah uh, oh god that, that and a hard. great winners list yeah he's a yeah. that was a, a if you watch the game awards there was a 15 year old who somehow snuck through security and got on stage and then he got arrested did afterwards. you see that did you see the video of how he got up there no oh so they're walking across like the front of an aisle the the uh, elden ring team mm-hmm. he just walks up from the other aisle Oh, he yeah. just simply walks up and merges into them as they're passing by, like, being congratulated by the people love that are it. walking by in the front row. That He just came up the other aisle and folded in bet- behind them. I love it. And just marched up the stage with them. Security will be better next wow. year. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure security is going to be better next year. They're going to probably, like, make sure they know who's sitting where. Talk about, and like... And then if they see anyone else to get up and not go to the back of the, of the uh, auditorium to go to the restroom, then they're like, get that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk talk about like having just pitch perfect baffling message. Anyway, that's not what we're really, yeah. really here for. Uh, yeah. Shall we get into the winners and then get into those? Game, oh yeah, those so there was juicy juicy trailers, tons of announcements, yeah. amazing announcements. But we uh we got some awards to talk about, and we're not gonna talk about all of them. You know, you go watch the awards yourself, or you can find a list yourself. But we're gonna talk about some of the big ones. Uh, we're gonna start today with best adaptation. Because this was a real good list of things. Also, Uncharted was on the list. Yeah. Um, Arcane, <laughs> Arcane League of Legends won Best Adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was up against Cyberpunk, which is an incredible show. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, which is a great movie, and the Cuphead show, which I've heard is very good. Uh, but it mm-hmm. won Best Adaptation. As as of this time of recording, I have not finished Cyberpunk, but like, it was Arcane's to win. Oh, like, yeah. As, as as much no. as I like a lot of the other things on that list, like Arcane's just Arcane is it was a piece a, of art. That it has is a just, another level. Yeah, absolutely. As- as much as I okay, obviously in my heart of hearts, I want like the Hedgehog two to win because yeah. that film was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. The All best, the best a, live action video game adaptation film so far yeah. is Sonic oh, the yeah. Hedgehog two. Oh yeah, hands down. But just seeing, I still haven't seen all of Arcane yet. But just seeing the trailers for Arcane, just hearing the hype that you, Ryan, and uh, Brandon, our, our other co-hosts of the Thick Nerd Podcast, when you guys would talk about how good Arcane is. Mm-hmm. The second I saw Arcane on the list, I'm like, there's no way in hell Sonic's going to win. I'm sorry. I have only watched three episodes, but those are still three incredible episodes. Did Arcane also win an Emmy, too? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's sweeping this year, which deserved. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, hats off to the the team over who made Arcane, because even just watching the trailers, that, that animation looks absolutely stunning. I've heard the story is fantastic. And the best thing is, you don't have to play League of Legends to understand the story. I've never played League of Legends. I Absolutely. just know the mountains and mountains assault behind the game. Oh, yeah. But other than that, uh, a noob like me could sit down and enjoy the show, which is good. 
and I think that's one of the best ways to adapt a, um, a game franchise into other media is you never have to play the game to understand the story of the show. Yeah, it makes you want to invest in the world. It doesn't make you have to be already in, in, into the world, which is really great. I, I mean, of course, it probably helps, but once again, oh, you don't absolutely have to. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, congratulations to Arcane. That's another on my list that I need to watch. Uh, so next will be ever growing an ever growing backlog of list of shit I need to watch. Oh, That's ben, definitely up it, the list is so long for all of us. We will never finish our backlogs ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Most anticipated game. We have Final Fantasy 16 Hogwarts Legacy Resident Evil 4 and Starfield and the winner. I think obviously was the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I can't even believe Hogwarts Legacy would be on that list. That is I am that is some marketing baloney. baloney there's a, there's yeah. a lot of. The Game Awards might be really cool, but it's also just like the Oscars and the Golden Globes. There's a lot of politics involved. There's a lot. There's a lot of people like walking up to Jeff Keighley with like, like money in the hand, yeah. just putting it there. Trailer, like, please. Walking away. Thank like, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So sorry, Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, people are excited for Tears of the Kingdom. Sorry, Queen Elizabeth. Let's yeah. See. Um, I mean, I would. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. I would for from once again me personally. Final Fantasy 16, Tears of the Kingdom. Those are my top two games coming up next year. But just the hype for every time a new Zelda is announced. And anywhere, anytime Nintendo announces anything about Zelda, everyone is hyped as shit. Even when they did Skyward Sword HD for the Switch, people were hyped about that game. Yeah. And that was one of the most controversial, or mm-hmm. I don't want to say controversial because no, the right. game itself isn't bad, but it's one of the most controversial Zelda games just because when it came out for the Wii, it just it was just different. And even in retrospect, a lot of uh, um, content creators were saying it only got attended because it was a Zelda. It doesn't deserve it. And then Breath of the Wild comes out Maybe a little bit more critical eye, but still, it was praised to high heaven because it deserved it. Yeah. Uh, and if you look at Tears of the Kingdom, they're doing a lot of Sky stuff. So uh, Skyward Sword might be even more relevant than, than ever before. <laughs> so we might need yeah. to revisit that one. Um, yeah. I want to talk about Best Fighting Game because it's a game I didn't think it was going to win. Um, best Fighting Game went to Multiverses, which is a game Sparks and I played uh, mm-hmm. a lot this year. I think that game is incredible. Uh, one of the best free-to-play games and the best models you can have. It was up against uh, like King of Fighters and Sifu. Even though Sifu is not a fighting game, that is a, a single-player adventure uh, brawler, but uh, uh, it doesn't really matter. It's also against uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, uh, one of that new I think there just game. also wasn't like standout fighting games. Yeah, because Street honest. Fighter... Like, Multiverses owned it, but like... Yeah, yeah. Street yeah. Fighter's next year, which is definitely going to win. All right, best yeah, role-playing Street... game. Okay, sorry. No, no, I was going to say for a uh, best fighting game, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff for fighting games this year. I mean, yeah, yeah, you had Joe. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the list right now. I don't even know what DNF Duel is. I mean, King of Fighters, okay, but I've heard not such a great thing about King of Fighters. Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad that King of Fighters is still going because that's a very popular SNK franchise that's been around since the dawn, well, not the dawn of time, but since the golden age of uh, arcade fighters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but honestly, yeah, I'm kind of glad Multiverses is one best fighting game because i remember once again i remember when this trailer came out and a lot of us were like oh great another smash clone another this this is just gonna be uh look at all the ips we have and then you played it and then you're like holy shit this is great ben are you gonna touch it before the end of the year i did touch it before the end of the year okay i did touch it i'll touch i have i've touched it i can (laughs) honestly say i touched it put his teeny tiny toe in the pool Um, I was I played the tutorial. I can say that. Okay, that counts for something, I guess. All right, so uh, best role playing game. Big fan of role playing games here mm-hmm. at the Fake Podcast. Um, we had things like Xenoblade Chronicles, Triangle Strategy, Pokemon, Live Alive, but uh, but Elden Ring is the big winner today, folks. Obviously, Elden Ring is 
not just like a great game it is really like the perfect role-playing game because the point of a role-playing game is like hey you can play whatever character you want you know you take on the form of this character and like you could just be whatever you want in that game you want to be all mm -hmm. bows all shields all magic all physical all melee all magic like anything you want you can do the dumbest build possible so thank you Elden ring appreciate you yeah yeah i mean not to sneeze at the end of the other rpgs on this list um Come on, the second Elden Ring was there, it's like, oh, we know. We know what's who's going to win. I mean, I don't want to say it would be blasphemy if any other game, because the only other game I could possibly see winning maybe Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah, that one was maybe. pretty hot. That was a pretty hot game this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Triangle Strategy, I would definitely put as a distant third, because I would say Xenoblade Chronicles and Elden Ring, maybe Live Alive could be the dark horse, but Pokemon and Triangle Strategy... As much as I love tactical RPGs, I barely played the demo for Triangle Strategy. I haven't, I haven't put a much a lot of time in. I haven't yeah. even got, I haven't gotten the game, and that was one of the games I was really hot on and that I really wanted this year. But yeah, Elden Ring, that was obviously the win. That I wonder, had to win. yeah, I wonder if um, Marvel's Midnight Suns didn't come out at the end of the month, it could have been nominated because apparently that isn't an incredible role playing game mm. as well. Let's move on to best action. Yeah. This is weird because there's there's two different genres or, or categories for action and action adventure. Uh, but action adventure game went to God of War Ragnarok. Um, that's a that's a pretty easy one. Uh, yeah. That is a great you know narrative story that's that's wide open to play. It was gonna get an award somewhere. Yeah, it's it's won't be the first, uh, but it's uh, not the last. Yeah. Um, and then mm -hmm. this one this one was a stick a stickler for some people, and it's best action game, and it went to Bayonetta three. Uh, and none of, I know none of us have played Bayonetta three, but if you pay attention to the to the the word around the game is uh this ain't it this is not the best bayonetta game right uh it also ends apparently like not just horribly but like in a way that like pisses off most of its fan base mm -hmm. so the fact that this is not this is like the third or fourth nintendo win that we're going to talk about uh it shows some of the politics happening here because mr doug bowser who's like the president of nintendo came up and accepted all these awards and like that nintendo great year you're having that's crazy <laughs> i don't know about that one boy yeah. Really, Doug Bowser went up and accepted the award for Bayonetta three. Yeah, because the team wasn't there. Out yeah. of this, out of this wow. list, everything I heard this year makes me think it should have gone to Neon White. Yeah, Neon White. I was uh, snuffed. I was just about to say that. I yeah. was just about to say that because I have heard nothing but amazing things about Neon White. Yeah, that game. Every, that game. That that game came out like what October? Yeah, and, and it's it's beloved, and it sh also maybe should have won best indie game of the year, and it also didn't. So yeah. sorry, Neon White, you did your best. Um, let's see. Let's move on to God. There's a lot of games. Real quick, I, I would, real quick. Best. I was gonna game. say for. Oh no! Well, I was gonna say for a best action game. I mean, my personal vote would have been for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. That yeah. game is absolutely fantastic. It's an amazing beat 'em up. It is a good beat 'em up. But, but I mean, Neon White though. You would now even Sifu. You would snuff Neon White and Sifu for a Bayonetta three. Hell no. Yeah, it's that's again just weird Nintendo politics. I, you know, the game. They gave the game awards a lot of money. I call blasphemy, but okay. Uh, I'm not big on the mobile games, but the, the game I play won, so I want to talk about it. It's Marvel Snap. Absolutely. Uh, Marvel Snap. <laughs> Incredible game. I play at least 1 to 25 matches every single day because they take literally 1 to 3 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of actually great games on here. Apex Legends, Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact. Um, those are all... Uh, maybe not Diablo Immortal, but I know Genshin and Apex have a huge fan base. But yeah, right. Marvel Snap, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you did great. Uh, best debut indie game. This is also a big... A big stickler for some people. Uh, Stray one, and not that Stray is a bad game. Stray is a perfectly good game. Ben, you played Stray, correct? I have not, but I have seen Fanny play Stray. Okay, there you go. You've I've been in a household with it. it as well. There you go. Um, 
I've I've seen a, ga- a playthrough of the game. That game's great. Like it, it's really cute. Uh, I wouldn't say it is the best original game of the year, considering games like Neon White, Norco, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors came out. And all four of those other games were people expecting to win. Nobody really sounds, expected Stray to win. It sounds like it should have been Norco. From yeah, everything I heard. Yeah. Um. Again, Stray's a great game, but uh, that's definitely mm-hmm. also Stray is like by Annapurna, which is not small. They're not small anymore. They're like right. they're like the A twenty four of video games. So mm-hmm. like they're they're but they had a pretty big budget. Um. Yeah. I don't, to, I don't have anything bad to say about Stray. I'm yeah. once again, I haven't played it. I've only watched my my partner play it, and of course, she likes playing it because you play as a cute little kitty cat. And yeah. the game does look fantastic. The game, I it's on my PS5. I need to play it, mm-hmm. and it it looks gorgeous. Sure. Um. I mean, I'm I'm still glad. Personally, I'm glad Stray won something, but at the same time, I do kind of see your I do see your point, right? Whereas, like with Neon White on that on as the best debut indie game, I can only imagine the team for Neon White was much smaller than the team for Stray. Yeah. And I heard and the fact that Neon White got snubbed in all, as far as I know in all their categories, it kind of like hurts a little bit because yeah. Stray. I mean, yes, date best indie game, cool. But Stray was also nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah, that's, and I'm like, hmm. yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing that gets me a little bit because. Stray won both debut indie game and best indie game. And I don't, I just, I think there's enough other games in the world that you could do that. Like best indie game. I I enjoy Stray, like what I've touched of it so far and what Mm -hmm. I've seen, but like going to the indie game category, like I would say Cult of the Lamb is more inventive and creative. Yeah. We got Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu and Tunic. Is that our dog? Mm -hmm. Is that a lot of dog? No, that's, that's my, that's my uh, roommate's cat. Okay, cool, cool. Naomi, uh, it's okay. So yeah, stray double back to back winner. I'm gl- I'm kind of glad it doesn't win anymore because uh, it's a great game. But like, man, it shouldn't have gotten both of these. It shouldn't have won. Maybe no. not even one of them. Swept the indie category. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually now looking at the the best indie category. I'm kind of mad that Cult of the Lamb didn't win. Yeah, Cult I mean, once again, Cult of the Lamb. I'm biased for Cult of the Lamb because that was the big. Uh, if you can't tell, um, audience listener, uh, audience watchers, I'm very biased on the games that I played did not win. <laughs> what are going to game I personally played did not win. That's it, yeah. Um, and Cult of the Lamb being like to me the best indie game I played all year, probably the only indie game I played all year to be honest. But I, but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, say. it's a fantastic game. Yeah, it is truly a fantastic game, and I'm glad it was nominated. But Stray winning best indie game, beating out Sifu being out neon white and being out three games that I've heard nothing but great things about. And yeah, yeah I've also heard great things about stray, but it's cause it's got a cat. I, I, it's cause it's, yeah, it's, got a cat. it's because it's got, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like an award snob or something, but if I feel like if you were nominated for best, um, if you're nominated for best debut indie game, that kind of, that should disqualify you for being nominated for best indie game. But I don't know. No, I I'm, I'm kind of with you. Um, let's move on to best performance. Uh, so we had, Ashley Birch for Horizon, uh, Charlotte uh, McBurney from A Plague Tale, Christopher Judge from God of War, Man Engaged from Immortality, and Sonny Soljic from God of War as well. And Christopher Judge gave the longest speech ever ever captured at a at an award ceremony. It lasted like nine minutes, and they were so mad at him because if you didn't know what the the gimmick of the Game Awards this year was, y'all, the Steam Deck was giving away a free Steam. The Steam was giving away a free Steam Deck every single minute of the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. So for nine extra minutes, so like like they had to give five hundred extra Steam Steam decks away, and Jeff Keighley was visibly not happy about it, and he kept making jokes throughout the entire night of like, oh well you know I was gonna make a big speech here, but Chris already gave that one, so I can't, and I'm like, shut up bro, let him give the speech, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, Christopher Judge won for God of War. Um, we've all touched God of War. Uh, you know of God of War, so I like, do. 
like you know Christopher Judge, a well well deserved uh, award uh, win. Man Engaged from Immortality was the big frontrunner to win because that is a performance much like Orphan Black, where she is giving multiple performances as different people throughout the game. Um, and I haven't played it, but I've seen I've seen some of it, and it's really incredible shit. Um, it's a game. Immortality is like a it is a really cool indie game where you're like rearranging footage of a movie to make sense of a mystery that happened. So you're looking at footage and rearranging it and trying to find out like, okay, I, I got info from this scene, so I go to this other scene to pick up more stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And people really, really like that game, and specifically Man Engage. I believe yeah. she won at another award ceremony for this game. Yeah, I really, um, I really want to really get into that Also, one. Immortality, it's a Netflix game, so you can play it on Netflix, which is weird to say, but Netflix has a lot of really good games on it now. Um, and that's just, that's just the way it is. Ben, you've played some God of War. How do you feel about Christopher Judge? Deserved it. A hundred percent deserved it. I, I, as I'm playing through God of War, um, actually I started. I picked up God of War. Um, I picked it up again because I've been playing Pokemon a whole lot. And now I'm going back to my God of War phase because I want to finish it so we can do a review of it later on it or for next year. Mm -hmm. Um, next year, I mean January. And every time he speaks, every time all the actors, all the voice performance on that show, on that game, oh, it was called a show, on that game are absolutely fantastic. Christopher Judge just is, he, he nails it as Kratos. He, he, his sultry tones are amazing. And also, I'm not going to bash uh, Sonny Soljic. Sonny Soljic is amazing. I kept, I keep forgetting that this is the same kid who did the first God of War, and then he grew up, and it's still the same kid. And I'm like, yes, good job on you, um, Santa Monica Studios, for keeping the same cast, but also, damn, yeah. <laughs> he got older. Yeah, so I will say, this isn't, I don't, I wouldn't say this is controversial. Uh, I think of, because God of War got two nominees, I think Sunny Soldier's really good. I think mm -hmm. that second nominee should have went to Danielle Biscucci, who plays uh, Freya in that game. Yes, because God. Freya has such a such a significant bigger role in this game, and she is giving, I think, the best performance of the game. And I understand her I not getting it because it's a Christopher Judge like role, but she really is like the emotions that Kratos doesn't have. She's giving two hundred percent that entire game, and I feel bad that she didn't get recognized at all. Honestly, so I just recently got to a part. Ryan, you know this. Sparks, you probably don't. So I'm gonna try to keep the spoilers tip free. Tiptoe, tiptoe. Yeah, but I got to. But um, Brian, you know the part where where Kratos and Freya have that conversation that that long conversation. Or that long section where it's just the two of them. Oh well, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, I'm saying yeah. they talk a lot in the game. <laughs> I know, but they're it, it's the first. T it's the time where they both go into a certain realm together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got gotcha. you. Yeah. That entire sequence, I was just captivated, and I was like actually trying to hurry up and find all the loot so I could get to the next story bit, so I could see their read their or I could hear their next interaction. Yeah, yeah. And she absolutely nails it. Yeah. And. The f and it wasn't until the second you said that she deserved the nomination. I 100% agree. She, I mean, I like Sunny a whole lot. Sunny does an amazing job. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the performance that she gives when she's talking to Christopher Judge or Kratos is just, or even when she's talking to Brock, is just. I'm like, this woman deserves this nomination, and she deserves a nomination, and she's giving Christopher Judge a run for his money, in my personal opinion. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, Christopher Judge, amazing performance throughout the game. I absolutely love him, and I'm. Quoting, I'm trying to imitate his voice while I'm playing. It's just super funny, boy. Um, but boy, 
it's just it's just great it's just fan absolutely fantastic all right so um this was a back-to-back win for god of war ragnarok they won both best audio design and best sound and music uh bear awesome. mccreary gave a live performance with hosier uh <clears throat> at the game awards incredible shit that dude Brian mccreary was rocking a hurdy-gurdy i don't know if you've ever seen the hurdy-gurdy guys but it's the weird thing that's like it's like an accordion that you crank uh and it was I... he was headbanging to it watch that performance y'all it's incredible there is actually a um, content creator I follow on Instagram who plays stuff with a hurdy gurdy, and I'm like, hmm, she's it's really cool. She does she does an amazing job with that instrument. But you're absolutely right. The music in God of War is just, I mean, I love the music in Elden Ring. Was yeah, Elden was, Ring also? Yes, it was. Also that was that was so tough between Elden Ring and God of War, but I I would go with either I mean, one. I, I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah, because I will I, say the stuff with Elden. Oh, sorry, Sparks. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, I was, I was really just gonna say because the the score in Elden Ring is very ambient, whereas the score, in, I mean, don't get me wrong, but Elden Ring has its moments where you're just, you just get pumped, you just get like hell yeah, the, your, the music's with you, the fight is with you. There's some amazing scores of amazing boss fights, especially with the um the ancestral with the ancestral spirit. Yeah, the big deer, know? the big deer, absolutely. Yeah, the big the big moose thing, the amazing score. Of course, the opening title and the final boss theme is great. But then you get to God of War, and it's just, yeah, it, it's either or. It's truly either or. Uh, I will say that, you know, having encountered the Foley artist who worked on God of War because they worked on Kimmy, and that, that was a whole thing where our class got to talk with them and knew they were working on God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Like, knowing that it's someone on that level crafting the sound design, that's not surprising to me. Oh, yeah. Ragnarok wins. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a good year for... for... Uh, brain noise. Uh, best narrative went to God of War Ragnarok. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Like it's it's it's, it's a big ass. It's a big ass story. Uh, best game direction. Best game direction. This was a spicy one because this could have gone to almost anyone. Uh, uh, Stray, Immortality, Horizon, God of War, and Elden Ring. And Elden Ring run. Elden Ring one. I think that's well deserved. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Great game. It's very much that first game again. Whereas Elden Ring is like the next generation of open world games. Sure. Uh, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. It is unfathomably good in every direction of gaming. Like, I have problems with God of War Ragnarok. I don't have problems with Elden Ring. God, God of War Ragnarok, having not played it, can be a great story and another great, like, God of War experience, mm-hmm. but it's not the game changer that Elden Ring is. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, God, oh, yeah. God of War is, is a, game of the war, a Game of the Year, like, nominee, so obviously it's great, but, like, yeah, it's just, like, <clears throat> it is kind of more of the same, which is great, as opposed to this is something completely new. Uh, so good job. Oh, yeah. And then the big <clears throat> no. final one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, for I was going to say the I was going to just extrapolate on that fact because Elder Ring truly was ch- a game changer. Um, I mean, it, there is a, a bait, the skeleton, the bones of other from soft games such as Bloodborne, Dark Souls. They were there. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're able to just instead of like the linear path in in those games, Dark Souls and Bloodborne, they just said, F it, go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was like true, it was a true open world. The map is absolutely ginormous. You and it was, Elden Ring was truly was a game changer. I am playing God. Like one of the reasons why I stopped playing God of War for a hot second to jump over to Pokemon was because, as I, don't get me wrong, I'm having fun with God of War, but I'm like I played this back in 2018. It's just maybe a little better visuals and a newer st- and a different story and some characters older. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that I don't want to see the continuation of that story, but I jumped over to Pokemon because it's like, hey, here's something. I mean, yes, it's Pokemon, so they reuse a lot of things, but there's still new, more newer elements in Pokemon than there were in God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And of like, course, yeah. 
And of course, Elden Ring, that's the game that I got in February and I played on a consistent basis all the way until November. Yeah, we, we put Over... our last our last stream out like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like nine months. I was consistently playing Elden Ring and it was like and I was always fascinated. I was always ready to go. I'm still ready to go back into the lands between my friend Grayson. He still wants to play Elden Ring again. And I haven't deleted that sucker off my PS4 hard drive because I'm like, I'm ready to go in. I may have never, beaten the game never. and became the Lord. I'm still willing to jump in and help you out. I can do that. Ben, don't forget that when you go to that the that 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 sacred hold you can start journey too baby and do the whole thing over again with all your equipment and it's a harder level you could just do it yeah. again and be better i could just do it i could just do it again also the coliseum dlc just came out so we're gonna do some hardcore pvping soon in coliseums are you not entertained oh, nine, oh i'm, nine I'm months of consistent playing for ben nine months and he has a little baby elven lord little baby elven lord <laughs> yeah so uh game of the year uh we got a plague tale elden ring god of war horizon stray and xenoblade uh, I, I could have seen this with the sweep that God of War was having. I could see it going to God of War, but I am so happy it went to Elden Ring because it really Me is, it too. really is like a game of a generation. Um, like it's, it's like, it's like if they made an Elden Ring too, like there's no way it can compete. Cause like they did it. It's like a God of War one. Like you made one of the greatest things ever made. And it's really hard to top that. Um, mm -hmm. so like if this were like Dark Souls four, it might be a different story against god of war ragnarok but it's elden yes. ring so it's a brand new thing it's, a, it's again like it's changing what video games will do going forward yeah and i, and it I set hope, a new bar yeah it was gonna win yeah and i hope it i hope that because always like when a big game comes out like sometimes they take the wrong lessons like elden ring is very very big but it's not just very big it is dense and there's always something to do so i hope that they don't learn a lesson of oh we need a hundred square miles of land because like that's, that's what a lot of open worlds are and there's nothing to do in them right and i don't want to do that world where i'm just riding around for for five minutes not doing anything right. so uh right so, so there, go ahead ben. there are times ryan when you and i were playing at Elden ring together where you would just hop into my game and we wouldn't do a dungeon we would play for like two hours not doing any dungeons we weren't doing any of the <clears throat> of the legacy dungeons we were just gallivanting around the map vibing just just like it's like hey let's go over that way oh big horde of enemies let's go stab them or it's like hey look here's some ruins let's go take care of these guys and get the treasure inside or it's like wait did you find this one and then ryan's over here chuckling because he already found it and then every once in a while i would find a dungeon and he didn't wouldn't know what that dungeon is so he would have to activate it we can go do it together that's it great that's the that's the most incredible thing in Elden ring because like i've never played a game where i put 120 hours into it and then i go back to the starting location i'm like oh i missed that how how did i miss that i was here the i was so i was here so long and it's like it's just because there's that much shit like right. you spent yeah. five years making a game it's gonna take it's gonna there's a lot of stuff to do Def Love it. definitely um i mean out of all the only other dark horse i could possibly see just from word of mouth i mean obviously god of war ragnarok is up there but i just don't feel that god of war ragnarok i mean yes game of the year nominee but game of the year winner i don't feel i just don't feel it as i'm playing the game the only other one of the other games i could definitely feel like it could have been a dark horse would have been plague tale and that's only through um word of mouth and through other pe people talking about it yeah yeah, yeah. i think the okay. honestly the only game on this list that excuse me didn't have a shot was horizon <laughs> for been west unfortunately because that has yeah. a similar problem of god of war ragnarok where it is like very much the, the first game but god of war ragnarok is a superior so much better version of hey it's the same game mm -hmm. but better whereas horizon for been west from all here is like man that's a great looking ps5 game 
I have not heard looking. much. Yeah, I have not heard much else about Forbidden West, unfortunately. Which is I mean, Xenoblade. I mean, I'm also okay, once again, Stray. I'm glad it's there. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's there, but I, Stray doesn't have a chance. Whereas Xenoblade, I'm like, why is Xenoblade there? No, not to say love, that's a bad people game. Love, no, people. It's just a different genre, man. It, yeah, like, it, it's, it's a different a, genre they, of a lot of fans. Yeah, there there are people who don't like the Souls games. There's a large portion of the people who voted for the game of the years who don't like Elden Ring just because it's not their type of game. Right. Whereas Xenoblade mm-hmm. Chronicles is like the best version of that type of JRPG. Like people love that oh, game. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, no. The, the reason the, I I didn't mean. Okay, that came out wrong. No, I know what the you reason mean, why yeah. I'm like why why is Xenoblade there? It's not that I think it's a bad game. I actually I have the uh, Jeff got me the first game. I'm willing to dive into Xenoblade games. I want to play these games. These games look fantastic. I'd love to play them. It's it's one of those things. It's like really. I mean, don't be wrong. I'm happy it's nominated. And so the fact that it was nominated does. Uh, to me solidifies hey this is truly a great game you really need to check it out there you go yeah. but it's like i it's weird because in the gaming space or maybe i just haven't heard of it because in my own circle people were mostly talking about stray plague tale god of war elden ring yeah and xenoblade was just kind of like hey i'm also here too and it's like oh hey i didn't notice you there in the corner i'll tell you what ben um, uh xenoblade chronicles is significantly more popular in japan as are a lot of jrpg oh, yeah. as, as are a lot of jrpgs but like uh, the the word of mouth on this game is insane. So like the fact that it is That's on cool. this list is like it like you, you said it like it solidifies like damn that is a good game. Like yeah. our circles aren't talking about it, but it is talked about enough where it is on the game of the year list. Yeah, it's like the. It's like the Smash Bros. effect because Shulk was added Smash Bros. before his game ever came out in America. Oh, that's funny. So when Shulk was announced in Smash Bros., people were like, "Who the hell is Shulk?" It's just like what Marth happened. What happened to? Oh, excuse me. Roy and Marth in Melee because yeah, yeah. Fire Emblem never made it to the United States until Smash Bros. And then the games come over and now they're big here in America too. All right, three heroes. We should move on to the trailers. Yeah, that was the Game Awards. Bing bong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bing bong. So I'm, uh, just, I'm just glad Elden Ring won. Yeah, me too, bro. I'm so happy. So we are here in the basement arcade, but we're gonna take a trip to the trailer park. A ciao. A ciao. We're all here. We got all the noise happening. Beautiful. Everything is copacetic. All right, guys. So we're not going to watch the full length of all these trailers, but we're going to talk about all these trailers with no sound so we don't get copyright strike. Uh, these aren't in particular <laughs> order. Uh, this is wonderfully made by GameSpot. They put up a, a, a montage of all the trailers. Uh, the first trailer we're going to talk about is, for me, it's a me, Hideo Kojima, my boy is back. Um, this was leaked by Norman Reedus in an interview last year, so we knew this game was coming out. <laughs> he said, yeah, I'm working on Death Stranding 2. It's going to be great. Um, Death Stranding is a game about connecting. It's about uh, the post-apocalypse, and it's about Norman Reedus going from the East Coast to the West Coast, trying to connect the internet, basically the internet. It's basically a soul internet, where like you're connected to the internet, across the United States to build back America. He's all about rebuilding America. Um cool game i didn't finish it because it was really long and a lot of things came out but i will finish it now that this is coming out right. this seems to be focusing on fragile who is leia seydoux's character who she has a baby now baby her and norman get together i guess i'll have to finish the game uh but uh it looks really spooky it looks really cool it's got troy baker in a gross mech uh flesh suit uh and the thing on his back um, those are not organic in the first game. So the fact that he has an organic one of those things is really gross and weird. Uh, and I'm super into it. Should we have connected? That's such a good line, y'all, because you spent 70 hours connecting, and now you're like, oh, maybe oh. that was a bad idea. <laughs> I think that's incredible. I'm so stoked. No, I'm, I, this has me visually, like, the most enticed to want to get through that first game so I can get to whatever the hell's going on. Here. Oh, yeah. Ben, do you have any... You would say no. Like, do you have any interest in, in Death Stranding at all? 
no. Yeah, that's fine. It, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, but no. Kojima <laughs> is very hit or miss for me. Yeah, he's a uh uh he's an interesting dude for sure. Next is also a me, but it's also gonna be here for you guys because you guys play. Oh, it's gonna this oh, is been, a this is a me too. This. Oh yeah, so um oh my god. Um armored core. First of all, it's called Armor Core 6, <laughs> the Fires of Rubicon, which means that like they don't expect you to, but they're like, hey, we have 25 years of history that we're not gonna ignore. And I think that's radical. Mm -hmm. Um I played these games as a kid, not knowing that it, obviously like these are before the Dark Souls games came out, but like the the these games are are uh mech customization level based uh a game. So like you, you customize your mech, you go on a mission, you get stuff to upgrade to go to the next mission. So it's very much like a rinse and repeat kind of thing. Um they've announced that they're going back to that market. They're not they're done making Dark Souls type games for 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 the for uh i was about to call it front mission it's not called front mission <laughs> no that that's a different that's a that's, that's a different that's one. a different one yeah yeah although i am excited for, for the front mission games to come out yeah um yeah the I, thing, I want front mission for my switch uh elden ring uh uh has had great cinematics uh from soft always makes the coolest cinematics what i love about these mechs are they have all their weapons stored inside of their chassis so you'll see wings pop out and they take a gun from it so you can have multiple guns and stuff um the scale of this is going to be so big just like the the amount of customization on elden ring is like in insane so we're going to be able to do that but with mechs it makes my heart sing and the mm -hmm. the very opening shot that we see is of a, of a scrapyard looking mech taking something off a dead mech and putting it into a backpack and elden ring uh, uh i keep saying elden ring sorry uh fromsoft is very good about putting what their gameplay is going to be in their trailers without really showing you what the gameplay is so there's going to be some type of scrapping mechanic where you're going to be taking parts off mechs and putting it on your own and i just yeah. can't handle it i'm really excited for that oh my god i, I want to say i i have never played any of the other armor core games before i want to say the only time i heard of by the armor core game i don't know if it was armor core or a different game entirely but it was an xbox game where it had this giant um hmm. um mech controller yeah Is that's that armor core that's not armor core that's that's okay i want to say that's that that's all that's that's a front mission too because it came out it's like specifically like front mission evolved where you had like the, i don't like yeah, i don't like think the it was front mission I don't think it was from mission because the last from mission I remember seeing was from mission four for the PS2. And that was just like a standard tactical RPG. I, I know exactly what game you're talking about. Cause it had like the big stupid, yeah, it had this, like this giant, um, controller that was like, this is how you power up. It was like, kind of like, it kind of looked like a, um, an airline cockpit really. Cause but you had like steel battalion. That's it. And it had that's, like a, a big, it. like two hundred dollar dumb mech setup that like didn't really work. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to yeah. buy it, but yeah, uh, yeah. So mechs are cool. Um, I am just really excited mm -hmm. that they're dropping the fantasy stuff. Yeah. I love fantasy, but they're dropping it to go back to their sci-fi stuff. Now, and now that they're in, they announced Armor Core Six, part of me is kind of hoping they release the other Armor Core games, or at least they're like, hey, here's like some way to like get a taste of Armor Core, because obviously Armor Core Six looks gorgeous. But once again, I see the six there. I'm like. Oh, I never played any other. I mean, I know I know I'm not gonna have to. I don't have to play all the other five games. Ben, but, hold on. But it's like I want to try and get a taste of the gameplay. Uh, ben, you've played Kingdom Hearts. Do you really think there's only oh. five Armor Core games? Ah shit. <laughs> ben, there's ah, Armor Core shit. one, and then there's two spinoffs, and then Armor Core two and two spinoffs, and Armor Core three, and then Armor Core four, and then Armor Core four colon answer. It is like the sci-fi Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I've only played okay. a couple of them, and to be fair. I think even these designers will tell you oh, half of those games are not good because they they were coming on okay. the PS1, the PS2, and they were they were shitting them out once a year. Um, okay. So like, 
I, I'm going to play, I'm going to look what the best one is. I think they say it's like four. I think four might be the best one. I also, that could be someone lying. But I'm going to find the one that is the best one and play that one. Because, uh, like, lore isn't particularly, like, necessary in FromSoft games. So, like, I don't expect them to think that we're going to play, like, nine games. I don't think they're going to yeah. make us do that. Uh, but obviously, in these types of games, it helps to have that lore. And I want to know it. So when I pick up that arm and I read the description, I'm like, I know what that war was about. That's that's also yeah. knowing from software and how well they did. They just obviously from software they just made Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. So who knows that they've been after they did Elden Ring, they went to work on Armor Core. But knowing them, like it's like, yeah, we know there's a six there, but you don't have to play the other games. You can just dive right into six and go have fun. Yeah, and it was very bold to call it six instead of just refreshing it. Like that's a very mm -hmm. that's a very hot thing to do. Right. Speaking of hot. Oh God! Yeah. Oh my God! This is like this is probably the biggest surprise, uh, because the company sure. who made Hades, Supergiant Games, has never made a sequel before. They make one one game and they move to a different genre and then move to a different genre, uh, and then Hades was their most successful game and it made millions and millions of dollars. Um, I am a proud owner of a physical copy. Yeah. Uh, Hades. I think we've all experienced Hades in some capacity. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Hades is incredible. And the, the logline of it's a godlike roguelike is probably the best marketing you could ever have for a game. Um, I think it's incredible. Hades is a is a uh, procedurally generated game where when you die, you're trying to escape Hades, you're trying to escape Tartarus, your dad is Hades, and when you die, you restart, uh, and you have, to re you have to try to escape again, but you gain more power with each run. That's what a roguelike is. But the thing about Hades is it has the the most well-designed, well-crafted, and well-narrated, like, gods and, uh, and like, uh, uh, dialogue in any of these games they are so charming every god is so charming and fun to talk to like you want to die you never want to beat the game because then you're going to miss out on great dialogue and you get to go uh pet your pet cerberus oh i love mm -hmm. it uh the fact that a sequel Honestly, is coming is insane deuce, deuce is one of my favorite characters in that game i just love her so much i am uh, she's just like a floating medusa head and she's like adorable and i love her yeah yeah um and the fact that this is the sequel and we, we don't know for sure, but it sounds like you're playing Hades' daughter, even though they're talking about destroying Kronos, who is a titan. Um, mm -hmm. You're playing a new character uh, uh, with the same beautiful gameplay. Uh, and I'm just so stoked. Uh, it makes me so happy. Uh, the people are calling it ladies. For like two <laughs> Hades, they're calling it ladies. And That's I'm like, funny. ah, it's pretty good. Uh, how you guys feeling about ladies no it looks exceptional. i i i mean it looks gorgeous hades has already had an amazing art style and i have i played a little bit of i have played a little bit of hades i haven't beaten it obviously but when i did i waited to get the the, the physical i i played it on my switch it truly is an amazing game it is definitely something i need to play i could definitely see why that game was one of the hottest tickets in 2021 why people were hoping it was gonna win game of the year that year it truly is a fantastic game and I am actually really happy they're making a sequel so then I could go back to the original, beat that, and then go and get ready for Hades 2. So luckily I know I have time because I don't see this game coming out for a, until for a little while, maybe. We'll find, yeah, but I have got time. The art, the art style is there. It looks absolutely stunning. I would, I, I like the, how this new character looks, and I am, I'm ready, baby. I'm ready. Let's Hell go. Yeah. I'm stoked. I'm glad that they're making another. We love ladies in this household. Speaking of ladies, let's talk about Harley Quinn being funny. <clears throat> so this this definitely was not originally going to be at the Game Awards, I think. Um, uh, the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Uh, but unfortunately, Kevin Conroy passed away last month. Um, mm -hmm. And they wanted to show that, like, hey, he's 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 not done being Batman. He's got one more one more ticket in him. Right. Uh, and it's in Suicide Squad versus the Justice League. Right. Um, 
I think that's cool. I think that's very cool. Yeah. I'm still... I, I want to believe in this game so hard because it's Rocksteady, and mm -hmm. they've been making this game for, like, seven years. Right. Um, I'm still not 100% sold on it, but the fact that Kevin Conroy's in it is really cool. Uh, like, having to fight an evil Batman is going to be really fun. Um, I actually do think this is pretty funny. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched this. The, yes. uh, the yes. Captain Boomerang trying to hold up a, a, a flash, <clears throat> an evil flash, and he cuts uh, his pinky off by accident. Um, I think the comedy is there. I'm still... I need to see more gameplay. Uh, how do you guys feel about it? Yeah, I'm still not convinced that this is a game that's going to be good, uh, unfortunately. Like, just, I think we've seen too much for too many years, and I haven't been impressed yet. But they I am excited about Kevin Conroy, and like, like yeah. you said, it's Rocksteady, so I want to believe. They, ha it, mm -hmm. It's so wild that, like, we've heard about this game for years, and we really haven't seen that much of it. We've only seen a brief snippet of gameplay. Um right. And my best case scenario... Four trailers, but we've only seen a brief snippet yeah. of gameplay, you're right. Um, my my hope is that this is like Guardians of the Galaxy, is that the trailers aren't doing it justice, and that it'll actually end up being really good. Because mm -hmm. it looks like, from the from the gameplay that I've seen, it looks like Guardians of the Galaxy, where you just play as all the characters. Because like every character is like, oh, like King Shark's a, uh, uh, like a brawler, Captain Boomerang can do a teleport, Harley Quinn is like a melee, uh, Deadshot is guns. So like you have you have your different characters you can choose from. It is a single player game. Um, so I'm mm -hmm. I want to have faith. I really do. Uh, I just they haven't given me enough yet. Uh, I think it looks great though. I think the visuals are really really great for sure. Uh, can't wait to, to to beat up Batman and then he becomes my friend hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Um, I'm I'm the same with you guys. I'm once again I want to believe because it's Rocksteady. Um, just something about playing as a Suicide Squad though it just really doesn't appeal to me for some reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do. I am glad that Rocksteady did do this. Great, they added the thank you, Kevin, and they confirmed that Kevin Conroy's in the game. I do think that's an amazing. That's a great little tribute, and obviously, I know he's gonna deliver a stunning performance, like he always has done in the Arkham games. Yeah, but the game itself, I once again, I want to believe, but at the same time, I'm like, mm. oh, better comparison actually. Um, I think it's going to be a better version of what Gotham Knights is. Sure. Um, where it okay. is a big open world, you have multiple characters to play as and stuff. Um, even though that game is multiplayer, uh, didn't seem to help it. Um, but like, I just it's I can't I I can't kind of count it out yet because again, what, what Guardians was and how like I just yeah. did not connect with Guardians until I played it. Um, and that game rules. Um, and sometimes things are just are hard to hard to demo without getting the full scope of it. And I hope that's the case mm -hmm. with this because again, like we got a really great Suicide Squad movie. Uh, and we got we Peacemaker, did. so like it's not like we can't follow, you know, unlikable protagonists and whatever like that. So yeah. I'm I'm really hoping for the best. Uh, I'd really like a game where I can play as King Shark. That's really fun. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just go on the Star Wars Jedi Survivor because I know none of us are real big Tekken oh. fans. Oh, they had a new Tekken trailer. I did not know that. They did. Here, here, it looks really great. Oh no, it looks great. I love I I love Tekken growing up, but I just haven't played the last four installments. <laughs> I'm. I'll say it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, I think all the marketing for this Tekken game has been put to shame by Street Fighter Six looking better. <laughs> yeah, Street Fighter Six looks stupid good. Yeah, yeah, and so it's kind of like, uh. <laughs> and again, I know Tekken. I know Tekken hat. I know Tekken is like one of the biggest fighting games, uh, fighting games out there. But that's sick. That, coming, that from is... Namco, coming from Bandai Namco, uh, the fighting game I really care about from them is Soul Calibur, and I don't know about Soul Calibur Seven yet. So I'm like, cool Tekken fans, I'll wait. I got you. I I gotta say Tekken Eight, Fist Meets Fate. That's a very Fast yes. and Furious. Big fan of that. I think it's very cool. Yeah. Speaking of but very I am cool, glad Tekken, I am glad Tekken fans are getting a game though. Yeah, and again, this... I I played Tekken like for years as a kid. This oh, was yeah. kind of dumb. 
Yeah, the, the Game Awards does a, some. Oh, for The Last of Us 2, they had a bunch of like dead bodies hanging. Oh, the, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, sometimes the Game Awards is a little dumb. But uh, Star Wars Jedi colon Survivor. Um, I think this trailer is incredible. Yeah. And watching it live, the hype was so real because. I have a feeling this will be much be like like a God of Ragnarok. It is they've announced it. It is very much the same game but bigger. You know, we're going to be visiting the same locations, new locations, that kind of thing. The gameplay and the things you're doing in the gameplay are so radical. I cannot wait for this game. Specifically at the end when he grabs a stormtrooper and he freezes laser blast and he puts the him in front of the laser blast like Kylo Ren style. Right. Like Ooh. that. That is some cool. Have you not watched the trailer yet, Ben? I have not. Oh, Ben, you gotta watch this shit. Look, like, I know. Breath, did you see Breath of the Wild style riding just, on a dinosaur? I just see the ben, I did see ben that. came unprepared for this. Oh my god! I, yeah, this is this is probably my favorite trailer. Even though like Armored Core was announced, like this showed me what the game is. Uh, and it had to because it's coming out in March. Yeah, and like, you find like a cool Mandalorian looking dude, and you get both your blades again if you want them. We are we are less than four months from playing this game. That's incredible. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, the thing that I'm, that I'm super excited about is, like, the story, because it's, like, you are, you, you rescue somebody early on, and then it turns out he's, like, a bad guy, so, like, you're trying to get him back, uh, in some capacity, uh, I, I, I thought he was gonna be a clone of Cal Kestis when we first saw the teaser trailer, right. doesn't look like that, I think he might just be a, an evil clone person, um, I thought that was Poe Dameron for a second, yeah. and I'm like, what? <laughs> it's not Poe Dameron, uh. Wrong time. Period. This is the sh look at this. He's got yeah. a double bladed mm -hmm. spinning around. Man, this game looks so good. That's that's so cool. This I, is the, sh this I'm is the shit I'm talking about. I, that. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, I think this I game looks good. I am looking forward to Jedi Survivor. I really enjoy. I highly enjoyed um, Jedi Fallen Order. Hell yeah. I I'm ready. I'm ready for Dark Star Wars Dark Souls again. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And the only thing I hope they fix is the map because I thought the map in that game was atrocious. Yeah. Yeah, it was that it bad was 3D good. map. <laughs> uh, I will say, like for Jedi Survivor. For me, the the like villain rollout villain, I guess, uh, with the tank and everything, like you said, thought yeah. it was a clone of Cal Kestis or something. It's it's very weird because we don't know who they are and they're kind of treating it like we should or we should have some indication because like like again doing that live action yeah. like tank thing. I'm like that doesn't mean shit to. And anybody it was for five yet. seconds. It doesn't mean shit to anybody. Yeah. Nobody knows who this is. It's the one part of this where I'm like I don't know what they're doing. It yet. makes me. I'm also I'm happy to see he has a new boyfriend, but I do miss his girlfriend. Oh yeah, the 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 death the Dathomir girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's got she's got to be in here. I we hope definitely so. saw Deborah Wilson we as did. like the. We uh, saw her. She was she's working uh with what looks like remnants of the Jedi archive. Yeah, she looked like she was in Coruscant. Mm -hmm. uh, or her um the 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 lady who was a a former master put I herself think, off and then knighted him. Yeah, yeah. I think she has parts of the the archive stuff. Yeah, uh, she's. I don't mm -hmm. think she's in Coruscant. I no. think she just has parts of the archive yeah. stuff. Because there's no way that Cal Kestis no, can no, go no. to Coruscant right now. I just no. see those books, and I'm like, I've, yeah, yeah. I've seen those books so yeah, many yeah. times. Uh, I have a feeling. I hope it's wrong, but like, remember in Arkham Knight, how like, like it was like going to be a big reveal who the character was, and like, oh, we know who it is. I'm worried that it is going to be a big reveal that it is a clone of Cal, but like, it's not going to have any impact. It's like, so why am I supposed why to care? Why does that mean? Anything? Why does that mean anything? Right. And if it's not Cal, who is it, and why should we care? I don't exactly. think it's given us it's, a reason. Because it's not. Yeah, yeah. I I am worried about that because like the, the the marketing, the hype, especially if you remember, like go back to the first teaser for this game. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like. It was all about that central figure, and I'm like, nobody knows who this is. Yeah, this doesn't mean anything yet. Uh, so I don't know what you're trying to do here. I love, I love the the execution moves where you just like, yeah, you slice their legs off and shit. Yeah, I, this game's mm -hmm. gonna be, gonna be a banger. 
I'm sorry. I wish, that, be good. I wish that was Poe Dameron. Ben, uh, I, I lied. This is the best trailer of the of the show. It's Final Fantasy 16. Oh, God damn. I am so hyped for this game. I am so excited. Just even this, like, this revenge trailer. We get more story stuff and we get... Oh, dude. I like, oh, God. I want to... I want to say this is the first Final Fantasy mainline Final Fantasy game that's rated M. Yeah, because yeah. they straight up said this game is rated M for mature. I'm like, oh, a main because normally Final Fantasy games like mainline. Because I know a stranger, um, Strangers of Paradise, that's an M rated game. Chaos. Yeah, but every other like oh, the mainline games, Jesus. Square tries to keep it as like, hey, T for Teen, try to get as many people to buy it. 16 being an m-rated game it's like nah we're going hardcore on this one and yeah it looks so good I, uh, I, I every trailer they reveal like i can't help but say like this is giving me game of thrones vibes and i and like this, this entire trailer is about revenge on families and shit i'm just like I, first of all like the narrative looks really good i cannot believe how visually stunning this game looks right like every frame like this this is like might be like the real first next gen game that i think we're gonna get because like it the scale be. is insane. Yeah, it might it's, be. It's a it's a PS5 uh PS5 timed exclusive. Oh, God. Um just every and the thing is You have a dog companion. Um, and the thing is, 16 is go I love it when Final Fantasy because Square does this. They do they go they do a game where they go back to like traditional Final Fantasy setting, where it's a dark fantasy, you have kings, queens, um political strife. And then they do like some like, hey, let's like mix it up a little bit. Let's go like more sci-fi. Let's When's go the, like was twelve. Was twelve the last time they did like the f- fantasy shit like this? That's the reason why one of the reasons why twelve was my favorite Final Fantasy game because they Good went game. back to like the dark fantasy, the political strife. I mean, in in the Final Fantasy fan base, they do joke that twelve is essentially Star Wars in the desert. Which they're not wrong because you have an evil empire, you have I, a princess lost, but it's still that. a good game. Yeah, yeah. It's a good it's a good game, but it has a different combat system that some people are kind of meh on. I personally really enjoy it. Dude, you're like and, you are tied to your summons in this game. Like you become yes. your summons for fights. You become, Look yes. at this! I can't believe what I'm watching right wild. now. It looks yeah. wild. And looking at sixteen just looking at all these fight scenes where you can change in and out and you have these amazing bombastic fight scenes, these, it, everything is just, I'm just like, I am here for it. Cause a lot of problem, well, one of the big problems with 15, one of my, I love 15. You guys both know that 15. I is also one of like 15. Favorites. I love the driving around with not, those boys. The story isn't really there. I mean, the story is there, but it's not a good part of the game. Whereas yeah. the, you go there for the character interactions. You go there for the, and I think the the action gameplay is very nice and smooth. Uh, Seven remake did a really good job with the uh, with the cinematics and the action and the fighting. I think that was a really good way to redo that. But looking at this, this the the story is there. The gameplay is there. The character interactions are there. It's taking everything well, that was well, great about the past big Final Fantasy games and mushing it into one. We have every reason to believe the story is there. We don't know it yet. Here's what I tell you. Because you can say, you can say oh, That's yeah, right. it looked like the story was Hold there on. for 15 also. I will tell you why. Uh, I'm sure it's there. No, no, just let me tell you why mm-hmm. Like the fan base is, is really excited about this game. Because this is the director of Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO. And that is an mm-hmm. MMO that has 1,000 hours of cutscenes over the past 10 years. And Yoshi P, the director, he is like... He is like a god to Final Fantasy fans. And he was given the reins to make his own Final Fantasy game. And he made it rated R and he made it dark fantasy and shit. So like I have full faith. Like if mm-hmm. if this game is bad, that is a that is something will is wrong with the if world. Dark times are coming. Dark times are coming. <laughs> if, if this game turns out to be 
yeah, you're absolutely right. If this game turns out to be bad, then I also would say Dark Times are upon Square Enix because they're for a while people. Are, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Square is already on thin ice with the president really trying to go hard into the NFT bullshit. Yeah. But the fact that this that the director is like, I am go, I am doing this game the way I want to do it. Once again, so let me rephrase earlier. It looks like the story is there. It looks like the character interactions are there. And the, what we've seen of the gameplay, the gameplay to me looks absolutely fantastic. I am all for Final Fantasy turning into an action JRPG. Uh, that it, To me, it's more engaging. I do enjoy turn-based RPGs. That's totally fine. I know there's a bunch of Final Fantasy purists out there who are kind of like, eh, we want turn-based again. Nah. But in order for the series to evolve, you, you need to keep doing new things. Yo, man, like and from from the combat in 15 to 7 remake to this, it's only gotten better and it's only gotten better. Mm -hmm. And like you're still oh, God, like, yeah. you're still tactical. Like you still have to like it's not just like button mashing. You still have to like use no. your magic and, and items and shit. Like it's mm -hmm. still tactical. It's mm -hmm. just a little bit faster. But, but we should probably move on because I could keep rambling about Listen, Final Fantasy 16. And fate <laughs> is written in fire. Also banger. Also a banger. Oh, so this one, this is a, this is a me joint. Um, you paused it. I sure did. This is by Ghost Story, and they have never released a game because this is the, the studio's first game. I'm really it's, excited about it's this. It's by Ken Levine, the creator of Bioshock, <laughs> and his last game was Bioshock Infinite <clears throat> 10 years ago. You can kind of tell. Yeah, um, and he's just like, hey, I love Bioshock. I never got to make another Bioshock. What if I make another new Bioshock universe? So this is just like, hey, it's a crazy world with, with crazy powers, uh, sci-fi retro like futurism shit happening I um, love the style yeah like it is like so weird like it's more cosmic than the Bioshock series has been mm -hmm. but it's very much the same of like you got something weird on your hand you got robots and mechs uh, you got crazy people in masks so whatever Judas uh, will be about uh, uh, I'm very very excited because Ken Levine is like a video game visionary agreed Judas. That looks, that looks very interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of interesting, we could skip Diablo 4. I like Diablo 4. Diablo 4 is fine. <gasps> oh, Ben. Oh. <laughs> did you watch this trailer, Ben? I did not, but okay, now I'm glad I, I am now I am now super glad I got you this that is, uh, action figure for Christmas. This is the Warhammer 40k game I've been waiting oh for. Oh, my God. Okay, so Space Marine came out, like, in 2009 or 2010, and that game was a excellent, excellent, low, like, somewhat low-budget beat-em-up. Uh, but the scale and the visuals in this game, I was like, I was like losing my mind watching this because like there are hundreds of characters. It's like Dynasty Warriors uh, uh, Space Marine. Uh, this is like the vision that that first game was trying to get to, but it couldn't because of its budget. My my dream is a game that's essentially this, but multiplayer. Oh, my God. Uh, For well, us to go in. Space Marine had multiplayer, but yeah, no one yeah. played it. Uh, this yeah. combat. Like Ryan, as you said, this combat reminds a whole lot of um, of Dicey Wars, but also kind of gives. It also reminds me a little bit of Transformers: War for Cybertron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you, ha where you have like it's a third person action game where you also because I you, I could see you have a bunch of really cool melee stuff, but you also you're a space marine. You get the guns. You need to go pew 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 pew. Oh yeah. And oh man, I am slowly but surely getting to Warhammer. Ryan, damn you. Why are you doing this to me? Because that's the greatest science fiction universe on the planet. Uh, God, God to the Emperor. Uh, yeah, this just looks like just so sick, and it's coming out next year. And like, I never thought this game would get a when, sequel. When I say multiplayer, what I really mean is like a co-op. Oh, co-op. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was like I yeah, 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 no, no, no. I want a co-op campaign, yeah. like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gears or a way. fire team elite. Even like, if that was like a secret announcement happening soon, I would, tr I would truly lose my. I mind. would, I would love that. God. That would be insane. Yeah. Uh, this is for me. There's a new Dune survival multiplayer MMO we coming got, out. We got a very tiny glimpse a while back, and now we're getting a more full flesh look. Yeah, yeah. So um, these this is from the company who made uh, Conan Exiles, which is a Conan-inspired survival MMO. 
Um, and that game was really fun. Uh, I played that game uh, several mm. hours, you know, here and there uh, throughout the years. Uh, but I am totally down to join my friends, the Fremen in the Desert, uh, to fight against some bad boys and uh, 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 join some sandworms. Yeah, and... the more the more that we're getting into Dune, the more this appeals to me. One of my favorite things about it is they say that this is inspired by both the book and the film. Yes. But I'm glad that mm-hmm. the film designs have not overtaken all the designs. Like, so they're still making choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than just everything looks like the movie now. 100%. Like, yeah, yeah. like the, like the, the orthocopters are yes. basically the same, but other things are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Dune... like, you have, the, you have the logo of the film, and it looks like some of the, uh, what you call it, the ships look like they're from the movie, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it still looks like its own game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about, I hope, I hope it's good. Cause like real quick, the next one's remnant Two. Can we just real, yeah. uh, have any of you touched remnant? Yes. I played remnant from the ashes okay. a little bit. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I heard that maybe I should, but I never did it, but this trailer looked wild. Yes. Um, I like a lot of the design stuff I'm seeing. On it reminds this one. me a little bit of, of of the later Resident Evil games. Yes. Um, the first Run of the Ashes is it's like a seven point five eight. Like yeah. it's pretty, it's good. I didn't finish it because I didn't think it was good enough. But it is a it is a like uh like a sci fi Dark Souls. Yeah, it is a Dark Souls. There's just game. a lot of design stuff. I'm, I'm yeah. really digging in this one. Yeah, uh, I I was also digging it. Um, but I have to wait for reviews to see on this one. For sure. Um, this is probably the biggest surprise. Oh my god! Yeah. Of, of the show. Then do you know about this one? Did you know about the Bayonetta? I, the Bayonetta game? I do not. I saw. I, okay, I haven't seen this. I just want to watch. I just want to watch this happen to you. This is a prequel Bayonetta game. And you know what those games look like, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you see okay. it right there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I know Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, okay, I know but, Bayonetta. Okay, well, this is Bayonetta Origins, Ben. What okay. do you think of this? I'm. Uh, I'm this, was, this flabbergasted me. I was stunned. I am super hyped. <laughs> yeah. What? So what? it's a prequel about. They've made a completely different kind of game. Oh. And it's funny because it took Bayonetta three years to get made, and now there's like two Bayonetta games coming out like six months apart from each other. <clears throat> and this one looks much more impressive. Yeah, and it's just uh, virtue of being different. It's a different studio. It's a it's a prequel origin about how she became the witch that she is. Yeah, huge surprise, huge surprise oh, that they're wow. doing this. It's very cute. I love the style. Yeah, uh, the art looks exceptional. It's like almost like cel shaded. Uh, they've it's... they've completely flipped the script on Bayonetta. Yeah. It is very chibi, and I'm actually not mad about that. Yeah, yeah, like a fun, like a like a, a narrative driven, like adventure, like two D, two point five D adventure with Bayonetta is really cool. Mm-hmm. I was not, I was not prepared for what this was. Yeah, and, and, and like, dang, because like I only played Bayonetta one, and I'm like, ah oh, man, I, I'm into this one. Yeah, I mean, I had Bayonetta one for my PS3, but the watching this, like, this is completely different because you you you, you Bayonetta, you think you think okay, character action wish- game, yeah. Yeah, action game, which time. She turns um, her hair into a weapon. Yeah, yeah. She turns her hair into a weapon. Her hair is her clothes. It's it's like it's like it's it's sexy action. And then you see this, it's like, oh, this is new. This is like a children's storybook. And I don't mean that in a bad way. No, it's storybook. That's actually that's very accurate. It's very accurate. Sarah and the Lost Demon. Yeah. Uh and it comes out again three months. It comes out like right after right before um uh uh, Jedi Survivor. So look at that. Watch this come. Oh my god. Another, another reason to have to get back to destiny dude this is the most i've ever wanted to play destiny in my life it keeps like, happening all the time this no but this doesn't yeah, this yeah. i didn't know this was destiny until they said it because the environments are 100 percent different the moves are different you have green lantern shit 
Uh, this game looks so good. Uh, so the, the, look at this. You could you could oh, you could grapple other people. Yeah. Ah! Uh, they they've they've said that like the the previous one the the end of the witches thing was the witch um, queen. Like kind of the end of part one of Destiny Two in their eyes. Oh my god. So we're, so we're entering like a whole new era of Destiny Two. I've this looks so sick. Yeah. And the Green Lantern moves. Which and, like, means it might be the best time to jump in, depending on how, how they onboard you. You got whips? I think Ugh. that's what they're going for. They want to give you something really, really new. And I think they are. Um, they're they're completely changing what Destiny 2 has been known to this do. Made, this, this trailer made me so mad, because I'm like, I'm years behind. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so good. The good news is that they've at least, uh, they haven't reneged on where Destiny 2 is at now. They're not getting rid of any old story elements anymore. So everything that's there is there going forward Hell so yeah. you can still go back through a lot of this to ca catch up if that's something you want to do but it but it does sound like this is a new beginning in destiny and too. it's our end begins <clears throat> uh uh destiny's life cycle is 10 years so with destiny one and now moving to destiny two we're we're slowly getting there so i think this is going to be the final couple years of we're dropping like the finale of what our thing is going to be and this is the start of it right. um not street fighter six but Destiny. But uh, hey, guys, mm -hmm. I, I love Street Fighter. I don't play it that often, but I think they're always fun to play. I haven't been drawn to want to play a Street Fighter game for a long time. But this but game, this one. the style is out of control. It's there are so many new characters. Like, it, it, like the, more, the, the, the further we get with technology, it's not just about like how good <clears throat> games look, it's about how smooth they look and how, how the fidelity and how smooth punches look. And like this game, that's just like... These might be cartoon characters, but these are people fighting. Right. Like, I, like it's so the fidelity is so high, and I love the way that these characters look. I love the dude with the cane. I love a good cane fight. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think this game looks insane. That and we've seen in other trailers that, uh, as well the interaction with environment stuff is just really well thought out and integrated into the system. Yeah, um, this Street Fighter game is impressing me on every level. So far, this Street Fighter game is definitely washing out the um the bad taste that let that Street Fighter Five left in a lot of people's oh mouths. It took years for uh, that game to to, it, to, it to get up to snuff. I, even I downloaded that game because it was free on PlayStation Plus. I want to say it was the base version. Didn't have all the DLC because you know yeah, Capcom, yeah. Capcom. Yep. But I haven't touched it. I have not touched Street. The last Street Fighter game I played was Street Fighter Four on my Nintendo 3DS. I also have that for my Nintendo 3DS. And I don't how, have that game anymore. How does that, actually, that's actually, no, that's incredible. a lie. The la actually, that's a lie. The last Street Fighter game I bought was um, Street Fighter um, 2 Anniversary Edition for the Nintendo Switch when that first dropped. There you go. Um, and that was because it's like, hey, here's an Ooh. updated version of Street Fighter 2. And I'm like, screw it, because Street Fighter 2 is arguably the best Street Fighter game ever made. I, you're, right. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. I mean, how many different versions did they make of that game? A freaking a butt ton. Like a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them. But looking at six, looking at how gorgeous six looks, and also there's a cam a true campaign story mode, and yeah. I'm, I mean, it looks good. It does look really good. I'm hoping I'm, I'm personally I'm gonna. I like the big. I like, where's the I like the big woman. I'll say I'll <laughs> say to what you're saying, Ben, that I think this is a Street Fighter six that saw Dragon Ball Fighters and went, all right, we need to step it up seriously. Yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah. yeah Not think, that they're mimicking again, fighters, but they're they're meeting the challenge visually. Yeah. Well, also remember when Fighters came out, Capcom was putting out Marvel MVC Infinite, and uh -huh. then they royally shat the bed with MVC Infinite. Sure, sure, rude. And so, so rude. it's, and then of course <clears throat> Fighters comes out and just wipes the floor with them. So I'm pretty sure Capcom is hopefully Capcom is learning their lesson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, so we got uh, right. we got two Bust more out. two Bust more small out your ones. Fans and fan yourselves down because so it's getting hot in here. I cannot believe that this is real. 
I thought this what? was I, I I thought this was a joke when I saw it announced. Uh, we don't fully know what type of game this is yet. Right. Uh, I'm going to guess it's like a Telltale game, which is the perfect type but of what game. What if for it me. isn't? I, that's fine too. That's totally fine. No, I'm just saying with this animation style. What if it's something totally different? It's. I'm, I'm gonna be flabbergasted. The the way the fighting is, it makes me think that's it's like you've you've played Telltale games. Yes. How like you, oh you yeah. press A to punch or X yeah, to yeah. dodge. Uh, it feels like that. Uh, it doesn't feel like like it's a third person adventure game for sure. Um, regardless, we are getting a Mike Mignola inspired art Hellboy game with Lance Reddick as Hellboy. Um, I can't. I just can't believe this is real. It's only a short little tease, but like, yo, man, that's sell shit at Hellboy. That looks yeah. like it's from the comic. What a what a dream to be living in. See, this looks like it's a real game. Yeah. So that's why I'm confused mm -hmm. because, yeah. like, I'm not sure. No, I'm real. I'm really curious. Oh my god, what if it's like be. a Dark Soul? We have to fight one enemy at a time. Uh, oh, oh no, god. This art style is amazing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet. Gorgeous. I, I bet this is a lower budget game, but um. I gotta look up who made these games. Who made, uh, upstream arcade? Oh, arcade! Then they they make probably like like yeah, good indie games. Um, yeah, I love Hellboy. We're all fans of Hellboy. Uh, I didn't think we would ever get another <clears> Hellboy <throat> game after the, the the Science of Evil, which was on the 360, which mm -hmm. is a totally not good Hellboy game. Uh, but last but not least, um, is a game I think we've all Ben. Have you touched Dead Cells at all before? Nope. Cool. You would love it. It's a Metroidvania. You would love it. It's a hardcore Metroidvania. Um, I know you've touched it. I yes. touched it. Uh. I haven't touched it a lot, but no. this will 100% make me get back to it. And it's Return to Castlevania in Dead Cells, where uh, you're going to Castlevania as a Dead Cells guy, and you're, yeah. like, fighting Dracula and shit. Yeah. Um, I think this is just a cinematic trailer, right? There's no gameplay? Yeah. No, it's just cinematic. Oh, yeah, but the Belmont shows but up. But it's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful art cinematic. Oh, yeah. art. Oh, yeah, Alucard. There's Alucard, there's Richter. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're they're Dead Cells is crossing over to Castlevania. Uh, they're just doing it flat out. That's um, which is wild. And so like, hey Ben, if you've been wanting a two D Castlevania game, you're kind of getting it with this. With this, <laughs> yeah, this looks. I'm so stoked. Uh, I I when that first season of Castlevania came out years ago, I got really hardcore back into Castlevania, and I bought like every game that was on sale. Um, and I I I didn't play all those <clears throat> games. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to now because Castlevania's cool. Right. I have and I have started Castlevania Symphony of the Night on oh, my PS5. The greatest game of the I'm not very, I'm not very I'm not very far into it. I think I'm stuck somewhere. Mm -hmm. But I definitely but I also have I also bought the Castlevania Advance Collection on the Switch. Same because I heard that oh, Game Boy yeah. Advance games are fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I really need to dive into a hardcore dive into Castlevania eventually and really like sink and really no pun intended sink my teeth into Symphony of the Night. Maybe ben, play Immortal should... Blood first. We could, we should make, we should do Symphony as a basement arcade in the future because that is one of the greatest games great. ever made. That would be great. We should. Yeah. We definitely should. And I can, I can start, I'm, I can start over on Symphony tonight. I'm not super far in. Hell yeah. Well, that is, uh, that's the Game Awards, y'all. That's, uh, that's all the games that got announced. Uh, all the winners of the things. We're going to go back to the choo choo regular screen. What is your, what was your favorite, what, only one, what was your favorite announcement? And it could be an old game, it could be a new game, but what was your favorite announcement, Ben, that you saw? 16 yeah it's kind of hard not to say 16. final i mean it, it's it's obvious i feel like it's obvious final fantasy 16 is is the big one and this the game looks absolutely fantastic and also i i know it's a, it's a completely different number but being that this is 10 games out from the groundbreaking and the the highly beloved final fantasy 6 they have some they need to they need to bring it mm -hmm. for 16 
Not to say that um, obviously Final Fantasy fourteen is still going strong to this day. Final Fantasy fifteen was a really good game. It, I wouldn't say a return to form, but it was definitely something to bring in new people to get interested in the series. They were trying and, something different with that game, and yeah, I, I and think it mostly have, worked. Yeah, and then you have Final Fantasy seven remake, which also did really well and is still a really good game. And Crisis Core came out today. So as of this recording, Crisis Core came out, which is another Zach, game that Zach, I need to Zach, like, Zach. Holy shit. Yeah, too many um, games. Yeah, too, way too many games. Um, 16, just just the fact that 16 is coming. Like when this was announced a few years ago, I was like, I'm ready for more Final Fantasy. I'm ready for the next main line. I'm ready to go back into a Dark Fantasy setting, Game of Thrones-esque place. The combat looks great. It looks like a fantasy, a truly bombastic fantasy where the summons are tied to you. And I love that. I absolutely adore that. And I'm ready. And I, the second they said, hey, here's a deluxe edition with a steelbook. I'm all I have all the Final Fantasies that I've bought on the PS4 era, all steelbooks. Yeah. I cannot wait for that steelbook. Yeah, I my like my heart says armored core, but like my brain's like, did you see that Final Fantasy 16 trailer though? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, like when <clears throat> your main character like he like turns into like uh like Ifrit or whoever it is, like he turns into a beast and like you start fighting another beast. I'm just like I'm gonna be playing that game next year. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I played exciting. a lot of I played a lot of really great like PS5 games, but honestly, like I don't feel like I fully utilized it yet. So like I think 16 might be the first one where I'm like, damn, I, I'm, that's why I paid for this machine. Uh, yeah, it's it is Final Fantasy 16 for me as well. Yeah, I I'm definitely hyped for that as well. Um, it's tough to not say Final Fantasy 16 or Armored Core 6. Yeah. But if I'm being real to me, yeah, be, it's, this is a you. Be real, it's Space you. Marine. That's I love that answer. <laughs> it's it's Space Marine. Listen, uh, because everything I'm seeing in in the game there of what they showed us is everything I've wanted a Warhammer uh, game to be. If you so that I can play it, if you want to do a let's play of the first game, it's only like five hours long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could do it. <clears throat> Yeah, so that's the Game Awards. Uh, great yeah. announcements, great awards. Happy, happy to you, Elden Ring, God of War, all the other winners. Uh, that that'll do it for this wonderful episode. Do we have any uh, any other stuff happening this the rest of this year, Ben? I'm not sure. Uh, as of right now, for Posme, we have the quarterly coming up. We have a quarterly. We got talk about we we got the quarterly because oh boy, that's gonna that that quarterly is gonna be spicy. It's gonna be spicy. I like the Dune spice. And we're going to have yeah. a, a Game of the Year discussion on Elder Ring in the near future. Yeah. Whether that's before the end of the year or just at the beginning of the next year, we'll see. We'll talk about um, it. But mm-hmm. it's just the three of us, so... I want to get you two. one more session in. Just one more. We'll just see. just, just for fun. Just to see. And then sometime mm-hmm. in January, probably, is a God of War Ragnarok yes, session. Yes, with Brandon yeah. McClure of the Faker mm-hmm. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, also, so and also, probably on this feed, uh, really soon, expect a Jedi Fallen Order archive episode to be released because there's a jedi fallen order discussion that we recorded that we never released we never released was i on it yeah we were we all ne- on it we never released it we never released we it never... Oh, when did wow. we do it oh a long time ago was it on video yeah <gasps> oh we're gonna all look so different <laughs> yar oh That's, my god oh, a blast from the past love it well got all that beautiful stuff uh ben why don't you why don't you take us out of here yeah, of course. Well, before we leave, gentlemen, where can people find you on the internet? Ooh, well, you can find me at DJ Tony Snark six one six. Just uh, loving games. Hopefully, playing Midnight Suns soon. I'm getting my tips back at work, so I've got some extra money. I really, really want to play Midnight Suns. Uh, 
you can find me uh, prepping to dive into Ragnarok at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Boy. And, of course, you can find me at BenMaga27, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. And you can also find me writing for Old School Gamer Magazine, Fusion Gaming Magazine, GoNintendo.com, and also playing Mary Frankenstein in the DN Dark podcast, which is up now on all your favorite podcasting feeds. Plug for my Dungeons & Dragons show that I'm on. Nice. But, gentlemen, this was a, I would say this is a pretty good Game Awards. I mean, there were some, some snafus here and there, especially that weird kid that we talked to mentioned <laughs> at the beginning. But Elden Ring won Game of the Year. Highly deserved. People have been talked bad for the longest time. God of War is still fun. I cannot wait to beat God of War. And I just can't. And I'm, I gotta say, 2023 is looking fantastic for new games. Mm-hmm. It's looking extra good. And I'm just like staring. And my backlog is just staring behind. You can't see it, but it's and back there think- with the club about to beat my ass because it's like, how dare you? And and these were all like new, new announcements and like revisiting. Hey, here's what's coming out. That's still a lot to include things that like we know are still coming, like Spider Man. Oh, and, yeah. like, a bunch of other, like, yeah. high-profile games, like Zelda. Like Thank- <laughs> Thankfully, outside of a few exceptions, like, one that notably said, like, 2024. Um, yeah, Earthblade. And, yeah, Earthblade. Mm-hmm. Oh, which I... Oh, we didn't talk about Earthblade, but I am kind of pretty excited about that as an admirer of Celeste. Yes, Celeste. Um, yeah, that is a that is a, uh, a big Metroidvania platformer yeah, by the makers of Celeste. Beautiful style. Um, but, like, uh, outside of that and, like, a couple of others where we're not really sure of when their release dates are a decent chunk of these were in like the first half of next year which i'm really great a lot of march games i keep wanting to be not that far out from the video game like uh uh justice league suicide squad like we talked about yeah too many years anticipating that game that's true Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. i can hear about a game but i don't i shouldn't be seeing trailers for a game four or five years yeah Yeah, we should be past that point beyond metroid two yeah (laughs) anybody that may never come out Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Well, no, CC, I, I won't hold Metroid Prime 4 we to haven't that had because a all they did was announce it. Yeah. I don't That's mind true. hearing that a game is being true. made years and years in advance. We could get a trailer every year. And I don't want to see yeah. I don't want to see visual trailers of like the stuff in the game uh for like five or six years. Mm-hmm. That's that's fair. And Nintendo has constantly said they're still making it. It's just they had to there's a few snags. See, it would suck. So. It would suck if every single year since they announced it, they've been coming out with a single trailer of Metroid yeah, yeah, Prime yeah. Like, hey, stay hype, stay hype. That's how hype dies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Spider Man Two recently was uh, wish listed on the PlayStation yes. Five, and now the rumors are already out that like their trailer's coming soon. So uh, look forward to that. Looking forward to right. a great year of games. Yeah, that we are. And for uh, Sparks and Ryan, thank you for joining us uh, talking about the Game Awards. And for now, unpause.